Hello kids, thank you guys so much for coming back and hanging out with me um, here on Redhead Does a Podcast. So before I even continue, um, this is just a like moment in history for Redhead. I'm doing something that I've never done before, and that is recording this podcast a day early. <laughs> so many of you may or may not already know that I am the worst with consistency, but I've been trying to post a podcast every Wednesday, and today is actually Tuesday. So that means, God willing, unless my phone gets thrown under a bus somewhere, <laughs> um, I will be posting a podcast on Wednesday. So be proud of me, because I'm proud of me. <laughs> but um, this is episode seven, and the last six episodes... Um, with the exception of my guest episode with Tim um, for Thanksgiving dinner, um, was a little more kind of emotional, talked about my mental health, a little more vulnerable and just personal as far as like how I just handle things throughout my life. And I thought episode seven would be a great time to kind of switch gears, be a little more lighthearted, and do a getting to know me podcast. So if you guys are interested in getting to know me a little bit, I have collected a few questions to answer. And I was actually sort of inspired by, if you guys have been on Instagram at all lately, you've seen that on Instagram stories, these like quiz filters are just blowing up all over the place. I mean, anything that you you'd want to know about yourself from like what Disney princess are you to what music style do you represent or something like that, you'll be able to find it on Instagram. And um there was a uh, one that I found called Quiz Me by someone called Hughes P1. So if you want to check him out, he made a lot of other really fun filters, but he is H U G H E S P1. And yeah, it's just called Quiz Me. And so um, I don't know how many questions are actually in like that specific filter or database or whatever you want to call it. But I decided to pick the first 10 that came up and just answer them for you guys here on this podcast. So again, like I said, super lighthearted. Some of the questions are a little deeper questions. They're not quite as simple as just like, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite food type thing? Uh, Which by the way, it's pink and sushi. (laughs) But as usual, if there's any questions that you guys have or anything that you do want to know about me, I'm an open book, so however you want to communicate with me, you can ask. And I also thought it would be fun for you guys to answer some of these questions. So whether it's that you make your own Instagram story or you can, um, you know, send me like some kind of a message with your answer to these questions or even just some of these questions, I thought that would be really cool. And then you can play along at home or with your friends or whatever you want to do. So uh, without further ado, let's just get started. Like I said, I've got 10 questions. This should be a shorter podcast, but you know that I can be a little long-winded. So uh, who knows? We'll see. (laughs) All right. So let's get started with number one. What do you fear the most? So I could get a lot deeper with this. I think that that could be another episode where I just talk about... and how anxiety and just mental health in general kind of play into that. But I'm not going to go that deep today. I'm going to talk about something very embarrassing. It's something that I haven't really um, uh, like told a whole lot of people. So I'm just going to tell you because it is what it is and it's not changing, at least not for a while. I don't know. Um, What I fear the most are magicians. (laughs) So yes, you heard me right. I just said magicians it doesn't make any sense. And let me backtrack. 
I would not call it a fear per se. It's not like I see somebody doing magic and I like go running and screaming and hiding, but it I get uncomfortable. So like Nate is watching this show where there's this, I think it's called like Magic for Humans or something like that on Netflix. And literally he has it on and I like want to leave the room. I get squeamish. I get uncomfortable. Um, and they're not doing anything crazy. It's like they tell you to pick a card and then somehow this guy across the street in like the Starbucks has the card in his latte. I don't know. Like <laughs> just weird things like that. It just all just gives me the heebie-jeebies. And I was, ne- I used to not be that way when I was a kid. I watched like Daver, Daver, David Copperfield, um, like specials. And I even liked Chris Angel when he first came out. And now I'm just like, uh, I would just rather not. So, again, what do I fear the most? I'm going to say magicians, although I don't know if I like using the word fear, but, yeah. Okay. (laughs) Number two, what do you like and dislike about yourself the most? So, again, this one's like a little bit of a deeper one, but I'm not going to get too into, you know, detail and depth about them. But I am going to answer what I dislike first and then what I like. And they're actually kind of hand in hand. So basically what I dislike about myself the most is how um, personal I take things. So I've worked in food service and retail pretty much my whole life. People are going to act a certain way. They're going to treat you a certain way. They're going to talk to you a certain way. Nine times out of ten, they don't even realize they're doing it. They don't mean it personally. Um, And I've gotten so much better at just understanding that we're all going through something that, you know, other people don't know about. And know that doesn't excuse certain people's behavior or certain types of behavior but it would be a lot better for everybody involved if I just said I get it like I know that they yelled at me or did what they did I know they didn't mean it I know it has nothing to do with me um but it is still something that I do and hate hate that I take things so personally that I feel things as strongly and emotionally as I do now on the flip side What I like about myself is how strongly I feel things, is how passionate I can get about things, how much personality I have. Um, It's kind of hard to explain without like specifics, but anybody who knows me personally, I think understands what I mean. Um, I just, I really like feeling things. (laughs) And so it gets me into trouble as much as it... um, you know, brings me like joy, if that makes any sense. Um, I don't think that that does make sense, but it does to me and that's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Number three, do you collect anything? Uh, yes, I absolutely do. I collect coffee mugs. So I have a story about coffee mugs. I specifically collect Starbucks mugs from various states and cities and countries all around the world. Now, it started with me collecting Starbucks mugs from places that I had visited. And Starbucks has this collection or has had these various styles of the same collection. Over the years, they've been called You Are Here mugs, Been There mugs. But basically, um, you know, it obviously has the name of wherever you're at and then different like landmarks or things that represent that place on the mug. And I think they're really cool. So for the longest time, I was collecting places that I had visited. Well, then I don't remember who started this, but somebody had sent me a mug from a place that I had never been before. And of course, I loved the thought and the idea, but I also was like, well, but now I'm an imposter. Like, I've never been there. How could I possibly have this mug? 
Well, it just kind of snowballed from there, <laughs> and I'm very appreciative of it because I have some really cool mugs from some really cool places. I have one from Greece. I have one from Germany. I have one from, like, Houston, Texas. I've got all over the place. Um, so, and I want to say I have, like, 50-something Starbucks mugs, and the collection is growing, um, you know, against the Biebs wishes, even though, ironically, I'm drinking out of a universal studios starbucks mug that he bought me for christmas <laughs> but uh yeah if you guys ever want to buy me something definitely get me a starbucks mug you may want to check with me first because i might already have it but um yeah i wouldn't mind having more so all right so now number four the question is how good are you at keeping secrets so i if the secret is uh, personal and serious and something that's very important to like you specifically, I will take it to the grave. I will not tell a single soul. The only reason I would ever share any of that information is if I felt that you were putting you or yourself, or excuse me, yourself or somebody else in harm. And then I would talk to you about it. We would try to figure out a way to make sure that everybody is safe. Obviously, yes, I would be breaking my promise to keep a secret, but you know, at what cost, obviously. I think that anybody could really be like that. Um, if it comes to, like, the ending of a movie or a plot twist in a TV show, I cannot fully guarantee that I can keep my mouth shut. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just being honest. Now, I think I'm pretty, pretty good at not just blurting straight out, like, everybody dies or something like that. But if you tell me not to tell you, I'm still going to try to talk to you about it, but, like, in ways that I think are secretive, but they're not. They they straight up just, like, allude to, you know, the ending or somebody dying or whatever the case may be because I'm just too excited and I want to share it with somebody. And instead of being patient and finding someone who's already seen it, I'm like, well, let me at least tell you this. And, yeah, I, I'm not as secretive as I want to be. <laughs> but, yeah, I promise you if there's anything that, you know, is obviously a very important personal secret no I don't have any and the good thing is that I'm pretty forgetful so I probably wouldn't remember what you told me anyway <laughs> which I don't know actually if that's a good or a bad thing all right so now we are in question five we are halfway through what animal would you like to be and why so I didn't give these questions a whole lot of thought before I started recording because I wanted to kind of be as off the cuff as possible. But I know when I was reading this, the very first thing that popped in my head was that I wanted to be a cat because I'm a crazy cat lady. I love them. I've had them my whole life. I love that they could just sleep all day and like, you know, they're, but that they're also like pretty independent and self-sufficient. And so I think that it would be great to be a cat. Um, I think if I had more time to really sit down and think about it, I may come up with a little more creative answer. But, I mean, these questions aren't necessarily about creativity. They're about, you know, being personal and telling you guys, you know, personal things about me. So that's my answer. I'm going to be K-Cat because um, they're perfect and I love them so much. <laughs> All right. So now we're moving on to question six. What makes you laugh the hardest? So I would have to say Kevin Hart making my boyfriend laugh 
makes me laugh the hardest. <laughs> so whenever my boyfriend, you know, like laughs and giggles at a lot of things, but like when he really, really, really gets laughing, nine times out of ten, I feel like it's because of something that Kevin Hart has said or done. And I think Kevin Hart is hysterical, but like the fact that he laughs as hard as he does because of Kevin Hart, I just like I have laughed so hard that I've been in physical pain because of Batman, meaning Kevin Hart but also because of my boyfriend. <laughs> so that is my answer. I'm sure I could think of other things that have made me laugh super hard, but it's pretty consistent that no matter what, if it's Kevin Hart, I'm going to laugh. All right. Number seven, we're coming up on the home stretch here. What is something that bugs you? All right. We don't have all day. <laughs> A little, I let a lot of things bug me, which is one of the things that bugs me and one of the things I want to work on about myself is just letting it go and being patient and blah, blah, blah. But the first thing that popped in my head was something that, again, is not at all creative, but it is personal to me because I live in a very touristy area and that is obviously traffic. But most importantly, or more specifically, people who draw... People who don't know where they're going. Okay, let me let me figure out how to reword this. So many of the people that are on the road in Orlando don't know where they're going. They're not from here. They're here to travel for vacation, et cetera, et cetera. That's totally fine. I'm not upset with them. I go places that I don't know where I'm going. Like, it's that's okay. Like, that is not what I'm upset about. What I'm upset about is the people who drive like they don't know where they're going. <laughs> We're in a land now where we've got GPS, we've got maps. You could pull off into any gas station or anywhere around here and ask somebody for directions. But if you are coming up on an exit that you need to take and you're in the far left lane on I-4 doing 70, please do not cut across all four lanes of traffic to get to that exit. I guarantee you without fail, I will bet you money that there will be another exit or an opportunity to U-turn in the next few miles. Wherever you're going is not gonna get up and leave in that extra five minutes you're gonna have to take to circle back around. Just suck it up, realize that you missed your exit, it's fine, you will get there. But every day, and I say that with confidence, every single day there is somebody who drives like that. They stop in the middle of the road, they swerve over into another lane at the last second. Naturally, very few of them even use their turn signals. Um, guys, no matter where you go, whether you're in Orlando or anywhere else, just just remember, U-turns and multiple exits exist. <laughs> Please use them because you don't need to end up in a hospital or in jail or dead. <laughs> it's not worth it. It is not worth it, I promise you. Um, yeah, so... That's just one of the many things that bugs me. <laughs> All right, question number eight. If you won the lottery, what would you do with the money? So obviously this is, you know, kind of all depends on how much money it is. Um, but there are definitely a couple things that pop into my head. I do want to buy a house. I would love to buy my mom a new car um, and maybe a new house if she wants one, I think she probably does. <laughs> and um, I'd like to be able to help pay off my debts and the Beebs debts, basically all of my, my close family um, and their debts. Uh, but I would really like to invest a lot of it so that way I'm set for my future and definitely want to donate. Now I know a lot of people are like, oh, I would donate money because I'm a good person and blah, 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 blah. Um, 
I want to come across as sincere as possible when I say that there are so many causes, charities, et cetera, et cetera, that I want to donate to that I feel I don't feel I have the money or the time to do. And I understand that that could be a whole other topic. Like there, you, there is time and there is money and there are ways to be able to help these, you know, charities that mean something to you. Um, but I would love to be able to actually give more um, money and especially more time and resources to some of these bigger causes. And um, I guess I'll just name drop a few. For one, the Michael J. Fox Parkinson's Foundation. Parkinson's is um, kind of big in my family and big, you know, it means something personally to me and it's something that I want to be able to help find, you know, a cure for or at least better medicine and et cetera, et cetera. Um, Diabetes and cancer, of course, are also very big. Um, you know, in my in my life and in my family, they've affected a lot of my you know favorite loved ones, <laughs> which are the, favorite loved ones that was weird to say, but um, it's the truth. And then, geez, homeless shelters, um, you know, people who are on the streets that need help getting it back together. You know, all of the you know wildlife that's been affected in Australia. I could go on and on and on. Um, And I think that I am now inspired to make another podcast episode about that. So I'll do some research and maybe I'll do another episode if you guys want to hear more about some of the charities and whatnot that um, are close to me. I would love to tell you guys more about them. Uh, You can share some of your charities that you're interested in with me as well. um, So we can all learn how to help each other help each other. All right, so we are on question nine, second to last if you were stuck on an island with three items, what would you want them to be? Um, one of my cats and my other cat and coffee. <laughs> Two cats and a coffee. <laughs> hey, that's my new podcast. Um, I don't have the answer to that. I honestly think it would be the Beebs and, and the two cats. I mean, I guess those are living things. I don't know if you think that's cheating or not. If they absolutely have to be inanimate objects... I don't know, my phone, and then a Wi-Fi router, and then a boat. (laughs) I always hated this question, because I can think of so many different, like, situations and scenarios, and I don't know. Please, please answer that one. If you guys are going to answer any of these questions, tell me what your answer is to that one. If you were stuck on an island with three items, what would they be? Like, if you could choose those three items... Because I'm not good at that question. (laughs) Alrighty. And last but not least, this actually was the 10th question that came up. I didn't, like, prioritize these in any order, but I think this is the perfect question to end this podcast on. Question 10. What makes you optimistic about the future? Wow. That is a loaded one. Again, I feel like that could almost even be another podcast episode. And again, this is something that I haven't really given a lot of thought to, but I will say what makes me optimistic about the future is this, I don't want to say a new realization, but a a, a newer and stronger realization and appreciation of the support system that I have around me. And the community that I have kind of discovered both in person and here online with you guys 
on how supportive we all really are and can be of each other. It is so, so easy to get caught up and pushed down um, in the negativity that we see on the news and in, in social media, the people that you leave such awful negative comments and, you know, even just seeing road rage out and just all day, every day, it is very easy to pick out all of this just like crappy stuff that's going on. Um, and it, annoyingly enough, it overshadows the amazing people and the amazing support system and just like the cool human beings that are on this planet. So that really makes me optimistic about the future. Realizing and knowing that I am not alone and that we are responsible for, you know, helping each other make the world a better place and that we can count each other for that. So, um, yeah, I really feel good about it. And I'm really glad that that was the last question because it's something good to kind of leave off with fresh in your mind. Um, just remember that like the world isn't a crappy place there's just there's crappy things and crappy people and it is life um but that doesn't mean that that's all it is there is so much more good than we can even realize so i think that it's our duty to chase that and to be that more importantly to be the good um i think one of my favorite quotes and i really want to get a tattoo of this that's another one i should do i should do a whole podcast about the tattoos i have I only have three, um, and the tattoos that I want, but it is be the light that you want to see in the world or something along those lines is <laughs> close enough. Um, if you want good and you want the world to be good, um, you got to start with yourself. I'm starting with the man in the mirror. All right. That's your singing for today. <laughs> so like I said, a little shorter podcast. Um, it's only like 21 and a half minutes. Um, but thank you guys so much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed these. If you did, please let me know because I found other quiz, um, uh, words are hard, other quiz filters <laughs> that have some other like different types of questions and stuff like that. Um, so I can do another one if you'd like, if you like this, but are thinking you'd rather physically see me do one, whether it be on an Instagram story or IGTV or YouTube or whatever, you know, please let me know. And again, if you have any other questions that you want me to answer, that's what I'm here for. And if you guys want to answer any of these and like, let me know what your answers are, I would love to hear them. So I think that's it. Um, happy Tuesday. Haha. <laughs> I hope you guys are eating tacos. I know when you're listening to this, it'll be Wednesday or later, but, um, yeah, I don't know. Have a wonderful week and I will see you guys next time, which is not true because this is a podcast. You will hear me next time. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye.